Welcome to the Contently Driven Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be yourself, stop being hard on yourself, and feel better. Plus, for the business owners out there, it teaches you how to write copy that sounds like you and connects with your clients, as well as business tips and amazing insight on how to really get shit done. Hosted by life coach, business coach, copy coach, and author Gemma Lumicheesi. Hello and welcome to the Contently Driven podcast for this week, episode 21, How to Stop Putting Shit Off. I'm so excited for this one. But before we get started today, this is what we're going to be talking about, how to stop putting shit off. And here's why you're going to want to stay to the end. It's because you'll learn the very simple secret as to why you're putting stuff off. Plus, I'm going to teach you how you can begin to actually change. But firstly, I also want to let you know about my coaching, right? Because if you've been listening and we're not coaching together, what's happening? Let's do this. Now, like, come on. If you really can't get shit done, then you need to create better habits. And I really want to help you. And this is especially for my listeners who are female entrepreneurs like myself. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, out of time, and you're you're not getting the things done that you actually want to do, and you're seeking more freedom in your business and your life, then we should talk. Because I can help you create the habits you need that will give you back that time that you're really, really craving. Here's what's amazing about that. Creating new habits and getting rid of the old ones, whether it's in your business and your life, creating new habits in general actually does fuel your business growth. So here's what I want you to do. Hit pause on this podcast, but make sure you come right back, please. (laughs) Hit pause, jump on over to Instagram is the easiest way. Jump onto my page, Contently Driven, and click on the link in my bio and book yourself a free 20-minute session. I have some left for April. What are you waiting for? Come meet me. Let's chat, and I'll help you create new habits that will fuel your business growth. Now on to today's episode, how to stop putting shit off. Now, I had this podcast listed for further down the track, but if something comes up during that, that I know needs to go out into the world, I put it out into the world. And I'm putting this one out because it seems like so many people at the moment are putting shit off. So this is for everyone. Now, why I want you to stay and listen to the end of this episode is because you are going to learn the secret to how to stop putting stuff off and how to retrain yourself and retrain your brain so that you can start getting the things done that you want to get done. 
So it's pretty priceless. And also, just to let you know, I'm really fired up today. <laughs> so, so maybe getting super excited that it's all good. And it's probably because the past two days for me have been extremely emotionally exhausting and I had one of the hardest runs I've ever had this morning. I don't know why. I think, you know, emotional exhaustion exhaustion creates physical exhaustion, which is a whole nother podcast on it on its own. Keep a listen out for that. So I think my body was just super tired. Anyway, but I'm super fired up because I still did it, right? I stopped putting it off. Not that I would put it off, but Anywho, now this one, if you didn't listen to my podcast episode of what to do instead of heroin, which was my most listened to episode um, to date and the most listened to on that day of release, probably because of the, the name, it's a little intriguing what that what's that about have a listen to that first and then come back to this or listen to this and then go back to that because it's it's a bit of a follow-on and they they really do relate um and first of all I want to say I feel I feel as though I like to call myself the dopamine queen and I love rhyming so why not and here's what so the thing is there is something between us and doing stuff. Now, I don't mean, I mean, I can be talking about this, but I'm not meaning so much of I put off doing the dishes or I haven't cleaned the house or whatever it may be. I'm talking more about putting stuff off that you really want to do. And it's because and when I mean stuff, I'm talking about something that ties into success, accomplishment, achievement, those sorts of things, right? So for example, something you want to do in your business, if you want to start a business, if you want to change jobs, if you want a promotion, if you want to write a book, if you want to run a marathon, whatever it might be. So something that you want to lead towards and whether you're putting off the big picture, the big part of the goal or the whole goal or whether you're putting off the little bits and pieces that you're doing in between to get you there. So like, you know, if we're training for a marathon, then maybe we're putting off, um, you know, the running every day, right? So whatever it may be, or you want to write a book and you're putting off doing the writing. Okay. So there's something between us and doing that and putting shit off. And that Something is your emotions, your emotions, my emotions, all of our emotions as humans. Now, I know you've heard me talk about this before, but our feelings and our emotions are the key to us doing and not doing things. They are the key to our survival. We were given them in order to do something or to not do something, right? So what's in between you doing the thing and putting the thing off is the quote-unquote negative emotions, the bad ones, the ones we don't want to feel. Now, most of us don't want to feel our emotions. And I was chatting to one of my clients who I've been coaching for over a year now, who can believe it, and we were were, were coaching and at the end we are having a chat and she's like, I feel so different. I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me about that. And 
She said, I'm not worried about having difficult conversations, about making big decisions, because I'm not scared of my feelings anymore. I don't really like them, but I'm not scared to feel them because I know that on the other side of making a decision or worrying about being honest or whatever it may be, doing something I don't want to do, I know on the other side of that is an emotion and I can handle emotions. And I I almost lost my shit. I was like, huh, <laughs> tearing up, happy, happy coach, proud coach. She got that. And what she's done in a year, she never would have done before in her life. Isn't that fucking incredible? Emotions, people. Now, here's the thing with the negative emotions, with the shit emotions, with the bad ones. The emotions we don't want to feel are basically telling us this is why you're putting that shit off because these feelings are telling you to stop. Now, I remember traveling through, it was when I very first got to Costa Rica and I, there's one thing about me, you may have seen some of my posts. If you follow me on my socials, please do. Um, I love signs. Don't know why. <laughs> I love signs. I love signs that say funny shit, all of it, all of the things. I love signs. I have photos of random signs from across the globe. Love signs. Anyway, so I was sitting on a bus in Costa Rica. And one one thing I love doing is reading um, the word for stop in other countries. And, you know, universally, I found stop signs are the same. They're the same. Uh, are they eight so ox oxagons? Are they oxagons? Does a stop sign have eight sides? Someone tell me, please. <laughs> I think so. We're going with it. When a stop sign has eight signs, so it tends to be universally the octagon shape, right? And then with a different word in it. Anyway, when I, I was on the bus, I was looking out the window and I'm like, where's the stop sign? And I finally saw one and it said part up. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Spanish word for stop. And then my brain went to, oh my God, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous systems, right? <laughs> Here I am having this like, I don't know, science spiel in my head. So our sympathetic and our parasympathetic nervous systems are basically go and stop. Isn't that, isn't that fascinating? So here's the thing. When your sympathetic nervous system turns on, it's preparing your body. So you're going into like a fight or flight. So it's telling you basically to fight, you know, to go. It, it prepares your body. It brings through all of those high emotions. It invigorates the energy so you can fight. Or it may start doing things like putting tingling sensations through your legs so you can fly it, so you can run away, right? So it's preparing your body to go. Now, what the parasympathetic nervous system does, I remember learning this, is like rest, digest, and recover, right? So one's stop and one's go. Anyway, <laughs> I digress back to negative emotions <laughs> telling us to stop. Goodness me, I told you I was in a great mood today. Now, Stop emotions, I like to call, are things like fear, right? Fear, obviously, is number one. Fear is base, basic, do not do the thing, stop immediately. Do not take any form of action, you're terrified, stop, right? So we've got fear, self-doubt. Self-doubt is a big one that makes you stop. Shame, 
Shame's a feeling that you definitely not do anything. If you're feeling shame, generally you'll hide away, right? Embarrassment. Embarrassment's a big one. I've spoken about embarrassment before. Embarrassment's a very crippling feeling and it's a crippling emotion because if you're embarrassed, back when we were early humans, we survived in cooperation. We survived in packs, right? So if you're embarrassed, it would literally be a, a sense of, death like these feelings mean death it, it, you would have a sense of oh my god I'm going to die I embarrass myself I did something different to my group my group may kick me out right and that's why we are a species that have survived on cooperation so fear self-doubt shame embarrassment failure another one right failure ridicule all of those feelings how many years ago did mean life or death survival right but they don't they don't mean those things now, but our bodies still act in a way that they do mean those things because our brain's still surviving and and being in that sense, in that in that original um, primitive way, right? And this this is this is what happens with our brain, and that's a thing. Like now, and the other part of our brain, we were given that this beautiful big part of our brain that allows us to think, imagine, plan, all of that, right? We it's, it's the largest out of any species on the planet. So we were also given this future thinking brain, this smarter thinking brain, this analytical brain, this strategic brain in a way that we can override and overthink from that, that earlier fight or flight survival brain. So the thing is, because the survival brain is operating a way of stop, don't do it, run away, don't do the thing, hide away, right? And it's we're, we're getting overrun by taking, feeling, sorry, these emotions. We are still thinking that this thing's going to kill us when it's actually not, right? So here's the thing, training for a marathon, it's not going to kill you. No, I mean, it could, <laughs> you know, but people speaking, Training for a marathon, not going to kill you. Lifting some weights, not going to kill you. Writing a book, starting a business, running a business, growing a business, none of them are going to kill you. They're going to put you in, in harm's way and your survival brain's going to freak out saying, stop, stop, run away, parasympathetic parasit nervous system, right? Rest, digest, recover. That's what, <laughs> that's what your body's feeling. Rest, digest, recover, right? These things aren't directly dangerous to us anymore, but we're still acting in a way that they are. And this is why things like planning, scheduling are critical to your success. Now, I wrote in my first book about something like, let's say, posting on social media, right? So as a species of humans. Um, there's a lot of anthropologists that, you know, have done the studies and the things and the research and said that we, we don't really, we were never meant to be in packs bigger than pretty sure it was 300, right? We're never meant to be in massive groups. So we survived in smaller groups. And I remember reading it's the difference between having like a family business, like let's say a small family run business may have, I don't know, 50 people in it and a big organization. Now the small family business runs pretty well. I'm sure there's some family arguments, you know, 
<laughs> you know, especially if it's a wog business. But it, it generally runs, you know, like a nice well-oiled machine. But when you go into big organizations, what have you got? You've got groups, you've got sectors, you've got HR departments, bosses, you've literally got entire departments based around managing people, right? Because you're in a group bigger than 300, literally shit hits the fan. Look at states, counties, countries, uh, or the, the continents, <laughs> right? What's that other word? We have organization leaders in there to control us, basically keep us in line. We have rules, we have regulations, right? Because we're in a country of 25 million people. If we didn't have that, the shit would hit the fan, we'd fall apart, right? So where was I going with that? Right, something something like posting on social media, right, where you're saying something to a very open audience and this open audience being literally almost the entire world, everyone on this planet that has access to some kind of internet. It's a lot of damn people. So if you're putting yourself out there, it's more than 300 people, you're going to be shitting yourself. You're going to be doubting yourself. You're going to be thinking things like, am I going to say something wrong? Am I going to embarrass myself? Something bad's going to happen. Someone's going to say something terrible to me. People will judge me. All of that stuff, right? So if you're putting off something like that, it's only because of the feeling you think you're going to get, right? Now, after saying all of that, here is the more of the reason why you're putting stuff off. So here's what we've learned to do as a society. And it's because these things have been put in front of us, right? So instead of feeling these feelings, like, for example, you know, feel like the feel the fear and do it anyway, right? Feel the self-doubt and do it anyway. Instead of doing that and just allowing that feeling to be there, feeling like shit, but still doing whatever you want to do anyway, we've decided to diminish it, to safeguard our feelings so we can feel better in the moment. Now, how do we know it feels better in the moment? And it's because back to the dopamine, what can I speak today? The dopamine, the dopamine queen. We want to do things in the moment because it gives us a feeling of pleasure. And that's what we want. We want constant pleasure. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's actually your and our biology. It's part of our survival. Now, let me tell you what I mean here. Back in the day, if we were hungry, that's an emotion, that's a feeling, right? Feeling, I'm feeling hungry, a feeling of hunger. What, what are you going to do? Your sympathetic nervous system is probably going to turn on, right? Fight, fight. Maybe not so much, you know, fight or flight, but you need to go, right? So you need to go, you need to get up and go find some food, you find that food. So we've got an apple on a tree. We found an apple on a tree. We pick up the apple. We bite into the apple. We digest the apple and it releases dopamine. So there's our feeling of pleasure. This is why we love food. Food actually fucking feels great. <laughs> Don't I know it? 
Okay. So there's nothing bad with wanting to feel pleasure. It's, it's part of our survival. And think about it. If we didn't get a reward from eating the apple, why would we get up and feed ourselves? We wouldn't. So we literally would have died hundreds of thousands of whatever years ago. We wouldn't even be here, right? So this is, this is a real thing. But because, again, your survival brain is on that feeling, oh, I don't want to feel this bad feeling. I don't want to feel this bad feeling. What I want is to feel good right now instead of this terrible shit feeling of failure, right? It picks up some food, right? Feels great at the moment. Picks up some wine. Wants to go watch Netflix. Wants to jump on social media watch some stupid videos because they're funny, right? Pleasure, 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 pleasure. This is what we do and this is why we put shit off because the shit we want to do in order to chase a dream or accomplish a goal or get a promotion or whatever it may be, those steps to get there, they're not easy. And they're usually not easy because you haven't done them before. But the more and more and more you do things, like repetition, key to success, right? Just repeat, repeat. The more and more and more you do things, the easier they'll become. But of course, the hardest part of doing that is doing the hard part of it, right? And most people don't want to do hard shit. I've done a podcast episode about that. Instead of doing the hard shit, it's like, oh, yes, this glass of wine feels so much better. But here's the thing, if you keep this behavior going, if you keep taking these actions, these diminishing actions, putting up these safeguarding actions, you will not make progress. You won't grow and you'll keep putting things off, hard and easy. You just keep putting things off. And you'll end up in this rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And you'll get to the point and be like, why can't I write that book? Why can't I train that handstand? This is why. Now, so many people ask me, the the one question people, people ask me a lot of questions. (laughs) It's because I have so many answers, right? Brain the size of a planet. Thanks, Michaela. Um, if you don't know who she is, she is my amazing co-host over on the Freedom to Coach podcast, my other amazing co-host over on my work wife wine time podcast. And her and I do a lot of things together, webinars, trainings, all sorts of things. Anyhow, so one thing people ask me is how do you get so many things done? And my first answer is always, I don't know, I just do. Like, how do you do all these things? I just do. And that's because I realized the answer to that is because I never tell myself I don't have time. So I have this awesome thought process around time, right? If I want to do all these things, I just say to myself, cool, I've got time. And so I just do <laughs> Sounds simple. It's not so simple. But The second reason is because I don't give in in the moment. I do hard shit because I know the rewards at the end. That's 
the key. Now, what's this called? It's called delayed gratification. And believe it or not, I trained myself to do this as a young child without, <laughs> I just happened to, without actually knowing how incredibly valuable this skill was that I was creating. I just, I just did it. So it's something that has afforded me the ability to do everything I've ever done. It's because I didn't give in in the moment. Now, quick example of this. Um, let's say when I was in, back when I was in uni, I remember my first degree and I remember seeing around me um, a lot of my friends, peers were failing subjects and things, right? And, you know, it, it's it's not school. You fail a subject, guess what? You got to do it again or you're not going to pass the degree. <laughs> so what did I do? I didn't give in the moment. Hey, Jemmy, I want to go out tonight. No, got to study right? Like something as simple as that. And I trained myself. I was already doing it by then. I, I mean, I trained myself to do this when I was a little girl. When I was a little girl, I decided, let's get personal. I decided I wanted to be the pink Power Ranger. <laughs> That's what I decided. And I told the way I was going to be the pink power angels, I had to get really good at gymnastics because that's what Kimberly did, right? She, she was a gymnast. So what did I do? I trained myself every night, every night, every night, every night, just little bits, little bits, little bits, little bits, little bits. And I didn't give in to things in the moment. Once <laughs> this will show my age. Once we got in a VCR, and I could record my favorite TV shows. That totally helped, right? So this was the time and space I had. I trained in my little bit of training, practice, 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 practice. Then I would go watch what I taped. And that would be my reward. Do this thing and then reward myself. So I literally trained myself to do this as a child. <laughs> so I, I've been doing this for years. Like it's innate in me. And let me tell you, it works. <laughs> well, look at me, I've done all the things and more, right? Now, here's the thing that that saying, and I really thought a lot about it, about this. I'm like, oh, that's saying, keep your eye on the prize. Oh, I get that now. You know, if you keep your eye on, on the prize and let those negative emotions be there, you know, throughout what you're doing, you'll stop you will stop giving into the instant gratification. You'll stop giving in in the moment, right? And you'll just keep on keeping on because you'll reap that beautiful reward at the end. What's that reward at the end? Satisfaction, accomplishment, proudness, whatever it may be for you, success. Right, people, we all, we can get, well, we can get many emotions when we accomplish something or maybe one, like whatever your emotion is, that's the beautiful reward you get. And guess what? These feelings, of course, what do they do? They release dopamine. They give us pleasure. It's how our brain was wired with our body. It's, it's what it, what it is, what it does. Again, otherwise, how would we have progressed as a species? 
anything that's ever been in the world that's in the world, we all know started as an idea and happened, came into the world, right? And the only reason we keep growing, wanting to learn, wanting to do things, wanting to grow things, wanting to create things is because we are getting a reward. So like we're getting a reward from eating an apple, we get a reward from doing shit. And maybe that's why I love doing shit. (laughs) The dopamine queen, right? Doing shit and accomplishing stuff, it actually feels great. But here's the goddamn problem. It feels naturally great, right? So pay attention to that word. It feels naturally great. Here's the issue now. We have so many things at our fingertips that give us a higher level of dopamine. Now, I'm not saying it's just cocaine, right? (laughs) Or they're my drugs. Well, drugs tie into our brain chemicals, right? So I'm not saying it's just that. It's kind of everything. It's notifications on your phone. It's like I said in my last podcast episode, it's the ding, ding, ding on the pokey machines. It's porn. It's at our fingertips. It's the it's the over concentration of porn, right? It's the over availability of online shopping. It's the over availability of drugs as well. It's the over availability of social media, of notifications on our phone, of wine, of food, right? If you think of an apple, natural sugar, how many of you or anyone craves an apple? We don't crave an apple. We might crave apple juice that has 10 times the amount of sugar, right? Increased dopamine. We're getting addicted to higher levels of our pleasure hormones. So taking time to do things to reap the rewards of natural feeling released dopamine in our bodies, it's not enough anymore. And this is why... People aren't getting shit done. It's kind of dangerous when you think about it. So stop letting yourself get distracted. Remove these distractions. Remove your distractions. What's your distraction? Think about, so I remember I was was chatting to my brother. Well, one of the trillions of times we've chatted and him, him and I have had interesting conversations from when I've been probably the age of three that, no other three-year-old will be talking about, you know, with our massive brains. So we've we've spoken about all sorts of things, right? Anyway, we're talking about now, if I have any listeners out there who's in the age group of, I don't know, 18, 19, and 20, it's nothing against you. But we're talking like young people, they just don't do shit. Why don't they do shit? And it, we're thinking about it and I'm like, oh my God, look at everything they've got at their fingertips. Why can't they hold a conversation? Because they don't know how. They don't need to. What do they do? They sit there and swipe right, left, whatever on Tinder, Bumble, whatever those bloody things are, right? That's what they're doing. Why would they get up, do some hard shit to get a natural feeling of the pleasure hormone when they can stay inside or weekend and play video games. Now, I know nothing about video games. I remember once years ago when I was in uni and one of the girls I went to uni with, Anne, she had a son, and I went to a place once we were hanging out and I played 
golf. I think it was golf on a Super Nintendo. Super. I, lo- I love how I'm showing my age here. I don't know. Whatever. No, I don't think it was a Super Nintendo. 64? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. No, it was one of the, the fancier ones because I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> What's the Xbox maybe? I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. So I remember playing with him. He was six at the time. He smashed my ass in golf. <laughs> I don't know what to do. What button do I press? And this is this little kid yelling at me and going, you suck. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Getting taken down by a six-year-old, right? But I remember watching him. And this was before I knew this sort of stuff. This is before I delved into this area of like, I want to understand what the hell my brain and my body is doing, right? So this was far before it. But I remember looking at him thinking, He's addicted to this. He is feel like the satisfaction in his face of every time like he got a ball in the hole. And you know, the the screen would light up with like stars and things and music and ding 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 ding. And he was so excited. Of course, he wanted to do more, right? So why the hell would a 20-year-old leave the house, go do hard shit when they can sit inside all weekend having that constant? reward at high concentrated levels, just coming at them, coming at them, coming at them. Of course, they're not going to get up and do anything. They don't have to. They don't need the reward. Remove your distractions. Discover what your distraction is. Get rid of it. If it's jumping on social media, if it's eating a biscuit, if it's whatever it may be, what What's the things you do that you feel better from, right? And again, it's not your fault. Like think of food. When we're when we're when we're kids, like we're we're socially conditioned into this, right? Have have some ice cream, you'll feel better. You're like, oh, <laughs> right. So whatever your distraction is, remove it. That is your key to getting shit done. That is your key to stop putting things off. Now, let me tell you, is this easy? Shit. No, it's not. Because guess what? Your brain's addicted to what it's doing now, right? And be aware of knowing that you're not going to want to do that harder thing in the moment, right? So if you remove the distraction, be aware that at that time, and this is why planning is everything so if you're planning on writing a book book put that goddamn time in your calendar on on your journal write it on your head stick it on your fridge however you plan out your days weeks months right however it is put it in that thing and just know that when it comes time for you to sit down and write that or not 100 100 words even just know you're not going to want to do it plain and simple you are not going to want to do it but because you've removed that distraction you cannot go to that distraction so what are you going to do stare at a wall don't get me wrong I'm a big wall starer I love staring at walls but after a while your brain your brain's actually going to want a reward (laughs) right but if you've removed that distraction of the concentrated false pleasure reward eventually from staring at that wall, you're like, no, why don't I just write that a hundred words? And then you will. And guess what? It will feel fucking great. 
you'll feel accomplished. You'll feel successful. You'll feel content with yourself. You'll feel proud of yourself. You'll feel disciplined. What, whatever you may feel, you'll get just that little bit of pleasure. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Right. And that's the thing. The best way to break the habit of putting shit off is to be aware that you're letting yourself become distracted, right? So that's all it is. Right now, you're in the habit of putting stuff off. And why it's worse and so strong for you and everyone is because you're now getting good at putting stuff off because you're rewarding your brain for not doing what you promised you would do, right? So see how it just loops, right? (laughs) This is why you're so good at putting stuff off because you're going for that in-the-moment pleasure. You're actually rewarding your brain for not doing something. This is what I help people with, break these habits. This is why habits are everything uncreating what you didn't even know was a bad habit so you can fix that in order to then go after a goal, then get shit done, then whatever it is you may want to do, right? And here's why it's even a bigger issue that you're you're literally addicted. It's an addiction to not getting things done. Like you're addicted to putting shit off because you're, you know, you're again, you're rewarding your brain by doing these things and using these techniques with what's not natural, right? So you're actually rewarding your your brain with a higher level of pleasure. So of course. It wants the higher level of pleasure as well, right? So you've got like two things working against you, right? You've got putting up your safeguard and not wanting to feel shit feelings. You've got the addiction of putting shit off. And then you've got the addiction of a false concentrated pleasure, right? So you've got a whole lot of things working against you. So here's the thing. It's not you. But you can untrain yourself to stop putting things off. I promise you, I can help you. (laughs) And I love helping people with this. It's, 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 it's amazing. This, this is how you can start to do things you thought you would never be able to do. I fucking promise you that. Oh, I get it. I swear a lot when I get excited. Anyway, that's all I have for you this week. And I promise promise you, you can learn to stop putting things off. It's not easy. Hell yeah, it's worth it. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Contently Driven podcast. If you like it, don't forget to jump on over to my website, www.contentlydriven.com forward slash podcast and hit subscribe. And don't forget to pop over to your favorite podcast provider and hit follow so you don't miss an episode. And until then, if you're done with doll, then you are awesome. <laughs>